Sound King. Woo! Are you coffee? living example of you can get punched in the face and get back up because I'm the modern day Aztec warrior. <laughs>
before I do it instead of just, you know, playing off instinct. So that's, uh, that's, that's definitely different right there. Yeah. It's rough. Oh, wow. What's up, What's good? What's up, Glenn Saunders and Dizo from EMC TV, I think, earlier. Hey, too. What's up, everybody yeah. in the chat? Dizo, what's good? Dizo. Dizo, bam, bam, what's happening? Oh, yeah. All right. Yep. Now, so, have you guys heard about that Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia fight? Yeah, yeah I'm excited. Who do you guys got? I need to know now. Thanks. You do? I got Ryan. I got Ryan. Oh, you got Ryan. Speed, just that speed. I've never seen anything quite like that. And when you see that left hook in that last fight with that guy, and it literally is invisible to cameras, that shit is God given. Like, it's like, it's like Deontay Wilder power. It doesn't come around often. You know what I mean? It's not like a a, like a skilled boxer where you see. all the moves, like a like a Mikey Garcia, where he had all the moves, but he wasn't quite. He didn't have that pop in his punches or that quite that speed. Somebody like Ryan Garcia has something like I, I've never seen. So I I really I really think you got it. I feel I kind of agree with that. Can't like what's up? Lots good to see a lot chat too. I personally am a fan of uh, Ryan Garcia. I love the way he boxes. I do feel yeah. though if his head is not in it mentally. Take him and come out mm-hmm. and him because he's not an opponent you can take lightly. That needs 100% focus. And, you know, he's been very clear. Like when he split from Canelo, he's been, just been, you know, depressed. He has yes. been seen his personal life. Whereas, you know, Javante Davis has been very focused on fighting. And, I mean, shit, he got, he got in trouble, got arrested, came out and was ready to go bang and ended up making an example of his opponent. I mean, yeah, he got two to five. Yeah, if Ryan, if Ryan was still with uh, Eddie Reynoso, I'd be more – like a hundred percent on him, a hundred percent. But I do see how you like, you know, you can see the mental weakness, and sometimes, you know, you don't know if that'll play a factor when it comes fight time. Exactly. Yeah, that's a huge you role. Know. Your your mental fortitude. Yeah. Because as much of a physical ability as he does have, the freaking the the mental game is. It, it it's twenty percent physical and eighty percent mental at least you know. Absolutely. In the fight game for sure. This will be a good matchup. I'm ready to see stuff, but I know that oh, you got a Mondo event coming up. Are you gonna be fighting Weddle and Q-Tip? You guys gonna be trying to fight out in March? Or? In March, yeah, yes, I'm fighting in March out here. Yeah. Yeah, Q-Tip's, yeah. Q-tip's fighting Glitch. Glitch and Q-Tip are going to fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go. That's my old teammate, Glitch. Shout out, Glitch. What's good, man? Yep. And uh, I'm not I'm not fighting. I'm hosting. So the hot box is my venue, and that's where okay. we're doing it at. And it comes with a whole fucking fuck ton of stuff that has to be done um, to set it up. I got shit to build and all kinds of stuff. So last yeah. time I fought, and it was it's, – it's, it's just tough. It's like adding more shit than what I need. You know what I mean? So I'll probably I'll probably fight a couple months after that, and I'll go up to Smoke Ranch and fight. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just like you're saying, the mental. You got to get the mental in the game when you're freaking trying to do all the organizing. You can't be there, you know. Bro, yeah. I saw you yeah. freaking last night. You know, it was wild. I didn't even think you were gonna fight. And when you did, I was like, damn, you know, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, I. I I shouldn't have, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm glad I did, um, but I definitely shouldn't have because I just wasn't like I was in a I was in a back room organizing and putting shit together and making phone calls and checking on the live and all kinds of shit, man. So this time yeah. I'm just going to strictly focus on hosting the event, so I don't have to worry about anything else because it does it does take a toll, you know. Sitting there, you know, we all get nervous for our fights, so you're nervous, but you're also trying to plan. And at first, I was like, it should be fine because the planning will take away from the nerves, but it just didn't seem to fucking work out that way. It, it you know, the Probably planning, it did because now I, I have all this shit I got to do. That's not done yet. And I got to go fight in, you know, two or three fights, something like that. So, yeah. And then after I, I fight, I always like to get super high. And then that was the end of the hosting duties. That was a wrap. So, <laughs> yeah. So this time I'm going to stay sober and just host. So everybody's, uh, everything pops off like it should. 
That's going to be a mega event, guys. A mega event. We calling it the Super Bowl of Street Beasts. Yeah, it's uh, it. I mean, it's shaping up to be that way. Like, I don't. I never really try to, you know, count my chickens till they hatch. But we have we have a list. We have a list of of fighters that have signed up for this event. Um, I know, like Ryu Sinan and Shinigami. We were talking about that the other day. They're definitely going to be fighting. They're going to show up. Uh, Face is supposed to bring out some of his people. So a, a few of them have matchups. Um, Money Mel and KT. And then uh, Man in the Mirror is going to fight Prodigy. So we oh, have some – yeah, Prodigy coming back. We don't see Prodigy often, man, but he every time we see him in the cage, he, he lives up to the name. He really yeah. does. He just gets better and better, man. He's so he's, – he's nice with it. The so guy, he's working, man. He stays working outside of Street Beefs. Oh, for sure. He does. Like, yeah, he, he does his thing. Look at Prodigy's first fight. Yeah, I, I could say he's probably one of the most. Uh, uh, he's one of those guys who leveled up the quickest. You know. Yeah. Um, we also, you know what? While I got you, we have. I know we have uh, Crazy Legs is coming down from Scrapyard. Y'all know Crazy oh, nice. Legs. Yeah. Um, is Buddy V coming down March twenty? I'm trying. I, I can let you know for sure. Mid February, I'll be able to hundred percent let you know. Okay, because I know we talked about it already, but I'm we, watching. Yeah, so we work I, I'm like. <laughs> it's gonna be wild, buddy. You gotta do it, man. It'd yeah. be so fire, bro. It'd be so fire. Yep. And oh, Dizo, Dizo and Lil Mac, Dizo and Lil Mac, Lil Mac Ooh. confirmed. Uh, was it yesterday that he's coming out? Dizo gonna be there. Um, we have. Come on. Oh, and we have um, Sensation and Nogi. Sensation is fighting Nogi. Ooh, I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I like Nogi. Yeah. This is a killer too. That's yeah. a fun match. That'll, that'll be a fun match. Um, no, and then uh, they got Prince KT and Money Mel. That's going to be a – I'm really, really excited for that one. That's a good one. That's true. And a lot. Uh, I got a place to stay if I fly out there too because he stays over in Arizona, so that's perfect. Does he? What, where yeah. at AZ you stay, bro? I want to say I think – Phoenix is where he stays at. Somewhere not too far from there. Yeah, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Phoenix is an hour away from Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw him came when he tried to come just, spar me the other day. Yeah, yeah. I learned that yeah. the hard way. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, the venue's in Mesa. It's in downtown Mesa. So de- depending on what part of Phoenix, you might be an hour, you might be two hours, you might be fifteen minutes. Yeah, I'll, I'll get my fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, if if you can make it down, what you're the you're the scrapyard champ. Uh, what size? I was. I lost it. I had a fight and I did lose the title. I was like, Dang. so it my goal is to come fight the scrapyard February, and then that way I can come out in uh, March. So okay. I started my training again. I get rid of this little you know extra weight I put on. <laughs> yeah, no, I can see it. It's not the camera. It's you. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, uh, what what you size? What holiday you You're one fifty five, right? Yeah, I fight around one fifty five. Yeah, one fifty five. Okay, MMA. Sanke, yeah. who we got? One fifty five MMA, bro. <laughs> Shit, we got relentless. We got fucking. We got, we got a lot of guys at one fifty five. One fifty. I, like, I like your guys' division around my weight, and I know that I was dropping probably one fifty. Uh, the scrapyard, so I mean, like I said, I'm willing to fight anywhere within my figured whatever. Yeah. Okay, I know. Uh, uh, you want to do more tire against? I got this guy named Samke, about 160. <laughs> stop that, stop that. Not Buddy V, not Buddy V. I know, I know. He's down to do MMA, but I think a good fight would be uh, uh, Buddy and Island Strong. That'd be a good MMA fight. That would be. Uh, I would. One thirty-five. He's one thirty-five. He's about one forty-five. I, I walk around about one fifty-five. Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. Honestly, both of you guys would be right there around the same right now. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. I was actually I was talking to Island Strong earlier today about getting him a matchup. So we'll. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how his his MMA game is. I know he prefers boxing. He's a killer boxer. He was one of my fighters to watch before. I was like. Yeah. Yeah, he he's he's definitely. I want to say he didn't get a. Uh, he scored a KO. He scored <laughs> like a knee on somebody uh, in one of his MMA matches. Yeah, I think he had, okay. he yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. 
And so, he, yeah. he lost one, but the other one, he like he, he hurt the guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, how many, you have a lot of you have a lot of MMA fights, though, don't you? Yeah, I pretty much because I, I did two boxing, and then yeah, that boxing is definitely not my forte. Straight boxing, I was like, yeah. Okay, that's I'm probably just, that's probably not a matchup I would make. I mean, unless both of you guys were like, let's run it, and no, then started yeah, calling me did. names and stuff, then yeah, I mean. Because I, I'm not, if two people want to go, I'm not going to stop them. You know what I mean? Unless it's just unless it's going to make Street Beast West Coast look bad to put those what two in there together. Stop? You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be training with Fire Chief today. I'm gonna get my guard up. Yeah, yeah <laughs> do it. That would hey, uh, be dope. That'd be dope. I that, was was name, that was the first name that came to mind. You know, that was the first name as far as the weight. Uh, but yeah. there probably are better matchups for sure. Uh, most likely, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, but that's still that's still a solid, solid match. I mean, even if he like if he wanted to do MMA, it's still a solid match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, how much? How much? Be straight with me. How much experience do you have in MMA? Like, how many fights do you have? Double digit fights. I, I say I have like at least fucking like twelve, ten fights. Um, I do currently have now. My record is a losing record. I will say, but yeah, you know. So I, might, I, I might hit up Mook and see what he's up to these days. Ooh, <laughs> Mook M O O K. Oh, Mook! Mitchell. Oh, damn! I know him. He's a beast. Yeah. <laughs> might see what Mook is up to. Yeah. I was like, man, Mook, if you're watching, every day. and I know you're not watching. But if somebody's watching, text Mook. If somebody that yeah. knows Mook. Yeah. I I hit him up after this. I mean, if you if you can make it, that would be a banger of a match right there. All right. Mm-hmm. Hey, any fight with Mook in, in general, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bro, he uh, makes that dude, that dude, he's so fucking cool, too. He makes just walking look cool. Like, everything he does <laughs> is, just, is just smooth, man. It really is. Yeah. Oh. And uh, I was going to say, when you box uh, Q-Tip, don't you have a matching glove and uh, boxing shorts? Was it leopard or? No, I, I just got a brand new pair of shorts, but I still got the same pair of gloves. I've been wanting to get a new pair of gloves by the same company. But, yeah. No, I, I, I just uh, I'll actually got my shorts right here. I'll show you them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, put them on the side, though. We don't want to see you undress in the camera. <laughs> Flag for nudity. <laughs> boys are here. Holy oh, I know I've only been able to wear them one time since I got them when I fought the blacksmith, but those, those are, are clean. The, new, the new fight trunks, so those are gotta clean. Get some, gotta get some use out of them, eh? It matches your, your boxing style. Yeah, it's, you know. Uh, yeah, kind of in- inspired by my man uh, Emmanuel Augustus, you know. Oh yeah, I can dig that shit. Hey, while we're yeah. at it, uh, our or and you know, Prince of Steam too, about... you know, Prince of Steam with the yeah, always with the leopard, you know, always with little... Prince of Steam, uh, yeah, Emmanuel Augustus, those kind of guys, real slick. Those are my kind of guys, you know. Who else? Uh, who else are some of your influences besides those guys? Uh, I really like Tommy Hearns. He's probably one of my favorite boxers ever. And anybody in that in the era, those guys were always like, you know, Hagler, Hearns, Leonard. Those guys are always like, those guys. This is so lucky. We are so lucky for those guys all to come around at one time and fight each other at once. So you know, it's just like you get to actually see four or five guys that are at the top of their game all fight each other and see what kind of style. Because, you know, like Leonard beat Duran, but freaking Duran, you know, it's just a crazy era of boxing. So any of those guys would probably be my favorite. Oh, yeah. What about you, Will? Who's some of your uh, fighting influences? <laughs> Man, to be 100% honest, I don't, I don't really have any. Uh, I I don't watch I don't watch combat sports I don't watch sports at all I, um, 
Yeah, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, if a football game or something's on, I'm at the bar drinking or whatever, it will catch my attention. But I I don't go out of my way to watch sports normally, unless it's uh, a little bit MMA, if it's a really big card. You know, back when Conor was was popular, I'd jump on a card. Anytime uh, John Jones fights, I was trying to watch, or Anderson Silva (laughs) back in the day. So if if I knew somebody was going to potentially pull off something spectacular, I'd get out there and watch it, but... For the most part, I don't I don't watch a lot of um, a lot of combat sports. So my my inspirations probably uh, people that I train with. Um, Sunshine Fettkeather was my boxing trainer, and she's a a, a boxer and and Muay Thai <clears throat> fighter from back in the day. And she uh, she has that gym that I train out of back at, uh, a long time ago. Um, a gym that we'll all probably stop by in March. Um, I don't think you were there, Q-Tip, but I brought a lot of Street Beast guys up there um, to, to train the night before. So we'll probably do that again. Um, okay, yeah. I'll try to stop by for that. Yeah, I'll make a, I'll make a group chat and let everybody know. But, uh, yeah, it's pe- to pretty much people I train with, not so much, you know, no, real fighters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what, like, what I, some of the things I try to do surround myself with people that are the same level or better so then that way I can constantly grow, too. Then that would be on pushy, so you know, iron track is iron, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah, for sure, absolutely. We are definitely having some iron getting sharpened over here at the hot box, too, boy. I don't know how do you make it over there for like attention. a sparring session or something one of these days when you guys yeah, do it every every yeah. other Sunday is open sparring, every other Sunday, okay? I'll come through because yep. I, yeah, I guess but I you, know. I know you, Q tip, you can come in whenever you want to. I'll, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll squeeze you in, Q tip. I'm I'm in like uh, northern uh, Phoenix, so I'm still like about half hour, forty five minutes away from Wero. Yeah, he's a good, still, a good yeah. half hour on a Sunday morning. Yeah, and and that's the thing: if you hit traffic, you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I thought you were. In yeah, Washington. Sunday mornings. <laughs> hey, I remember Sunday, that drive. Sunday mornings, eleven a.m. And I remember that drive leaving Q-Tip, and I swear. Yeah. My head, you know, after training a few hours with this man, you know, and having to take an hour drive back. I wanted to ask, with you not really having, you know, too many, um, you know, influences on, on, you know, in the sports world like that. Uh, what got you into Muay Thai? What got you into fighting in general? Where, where, where'd that come from? <laughs> Man, so I was uh, 20, 28, 29 years old, something like that, and um, I was dating a girl. Um, I had I'd never really been in the gym or anything like that, no martial arts, nothing. Uh, wasn't even lifting at the time. And I was dating this girl who was in the gym every single morning. Like She'd wake up at like 4 o'clock in the morning, she'd go to the gym, and she'd mash out she'd run like 20 miles she'd lift weights and she stayed in really good shape but her and i both had a, an affinity for ice cream at the time and like at night at night we'd sit down with a bowl of ice cream like a big ass bowl of ice cream and just watch tv and one day like 28 29 years old what y'all eating huh? oh ice cream wise yeah oh dude this is like 15 years ago but i don't remember but probably just basic ass Rocky Road or some shit. Okay. Okay. And so uh, I woke up one morning and I was fat and I was like, I got to do something with this. And like I said, I didn't lift weights or anything at the time. So I was like, I, I kind of, you know, martial arts popped in my head. I just Googled gyms and I just saw this Muay Thai uh, BJJ gym and I was like, hmm. So I just showed up. I went and walked into a couple of, but I showed up and I started training there and I really, really liked the people. And um, this was 2000. 11 so like late 2011 and so i trained for about six months no 2012 sorry so i trained for about six months and then i started taking fights in muay thai and um i had like like eight fights or so that year and then i decided i'm just like i'm i'm kind of done with this you know the gym that i was at split and it was a whole thing and so i was like i think i'm gonna move on to something else and one of my buddies that i trained with there um he introduced me to lifting weights, so I started lifting weights and then went different directions, basketball, sand volleyball, softball, all kinds of other shit. And then eventually circled back around to Street Beast because I kind of 
Like it was a Wama. You guys know Wama. I was yeah, on yeah, uh, Wama's cool shit. Yeah, I was on Reddit, and there was just this uh, Reddit post, and he was like, "Hey guys, I, I took a fight this weekend. Let me know how I did." I, I believe it was him and him versus Kilo. It was like Tribute Squad was for one. So that was a banger. <clears throat> Yeah, and I watched that, and I just messaged him on Reddit, and I was like, where did you do that at? That looks fun. And he told me, and then that's that's what happened. I went yeah. and hung out and signed up and all that shit, and here we are. And this time, I just decided not to train. Training these, I got my ass beat a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> 10 years ago, I was pretty decent. You weren't familiar with Street Beefs prior to uh, talking to Wama? No, I never heard of it. Nope. Okay. Yeah, right. I just found that shit off Reddit. That's why one of my favorite questions to people is how they heard about street beefs specifically mm-hmm. because like you get some cool stories. Yeah, really cool stories. Yeah. Let me just Q-tip's turn. How'd you find it? I uh, I was uh, watching Street Beefs original like long time. I seen just some of their videos from back in the day, and then like I noticed like I wasn't getting any of those videos anymore. So I looked to see what happened with street beefs and I the must have just unsubscribed me. So I, when I finally did search up street beefs again, there was street beefs and then street beefs West coast. And I was like, what? There's a West coast one now too. So I looked into that and then I seen that there was a street beef scrapyard too. And then that's when I eventually got up there and I, I Googled it and it was only about 45 minutes from where I was staying in Washington. So it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. There's nobody really, nobody else really like you as far as you're a part of two branches. Like you are Street Beast West Coast for sure. But you're also very much Scrapyard. In fact, you're probably Scrapyard yeah. first, right? I would think. Yeah, first Scrap. Well, I tried to get into, I tried to get a West Coast fight before I left, but mm-hmm. I, uh, I ended up like, like what happened was I ended up getting a injury from bull riding, so I wasn't able to do anything athletic for a bit, and then. I decided I wanted to get back into fighting, and I was like, "Fuck this bull riding shit! It's too dangerous." Why so, is that? Like in my mind, the funniest shit. You on top <laughs> of bull, fucking hair just flopping all over the place. <laughs> I can picture it. Just oh, a hell yeah, bro! Bean pole flipping in the wind. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like a lot of people think, like, "Oh yeah, you want to be a tall guy for bull riding," but you don't. You're like you're too much flipping and flopping. Leverage, right? bro. Bulls are small. Bulls are small little fuckers. Like they're, they're as mm. big as they look. Those are just short dudes. <laughs> I, yeah. What do you do for fun? I, I'm a bull rider. Like damn, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's crazy. Oh yeah, they're cra- You got to be crazy to be a bull rider. I know a lot of them, and they're a little, little looky. You got to be. You know, same with fighters. We're all little. <laughs> you can't tell me any all us four in here, wrap the tightest. <laughs> Like, yeah, you kind of got to be. You got to be. You got to have a cork to you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, what actually got you into fighting? Uh, it was actually uh, – I got jumped. I was coming home from school one day, and uh, my mom was trying to get me into a boxing gym. And then was the one boxing gym we tried to get into, it was just kind of hard to get in contact with the coaches. And then about, like, a year later, a year and a half, maybe like a year and six months later, a uh, gym opened up like right on my way to school. It was like brand new gym opening up and a few other kids from school were like, oh, we're going to go join it. So we all went and joined it. And, yeah. It's fate. Yeah, fate. And we're all, yeah. And you know, it's crazy. Like if it, I got some crazy stories. The same gym that I went to, like I, I started working at the racetrack, right? And then uh i met this kid from the gym comes in and comes in with his brother and they start training or whatever we, we meet him and then i find out that he works at the racetrack too and then i found out when he, his family first came to canada from mexico they stayed with my great grandma and i was like man this shit's so crazy like this was world is intertwined like this is exactly where i was meant to be like i was meant yeah. to be at this spot in this time you know like crazy you know, uh, with, with that, uh, I don't think no one knows, man. You actually, uh, she she mentioned this uh, when she was on the podcast, McKenna Tansley. Oh, yeah, you, McKenna, yeah. She's badass. She's, one of our previous oh, yeah. guests. Yeah, I know McKenna. Yeah. 
He had the oh, yeah. the fight with the each partner point where put all their belts up on the line. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah she's, she's badass. Yeah, yeah I sparred lots of rounds with the McKenna. She's yeah, she's a solid chick, dude. One thing about say about Edmonton, like we got the toughest chicks in the world. Like you won't find chicks tougher, and I'll put that on anything. Like <laughs> you look at you look at like uh, uh, Jelena Majenovic and Halle, there's I could just go like the uh, even just now like another podcast guest you guys should get is uh, Vanessa Bradford. She's a badass boxer. I, I forget the title she has, so I don't want to disrespect them, but she has a few titles of her own, and she also trains with McKenna, like. The talent pool for female boxing in Edmonton, Alberta, is probably like deeper than anywhere in, I've ever seen. Damn, yeah. I like that. People find right. like that. I really like, like this craftsmanship. It's like they take it to another level sometimes. It's like you know, you take sometimes with certain sports and fighting. You know, some people look at it, the general public, not us as fighters, so we can respect everyone in that cage. They look at it and they're like, oh, yeah, guy fights, oh, it's a girl fight, or oh, whatever, or oh, whatever. But then sometimes they oh. have to work that little bit extra. Oh, yeah, for sure. And one thing I can say about that is, like, I, I'd be a, uh, I'm a definite advocate for the females getting the, the three-minute rounds because, you know, they only fight two-minute rounds. And so, like, a, a lot of these chicks, you'll see them get somebody hurt, 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 and then the round's over. Whereas in a uh, championship fight for a man, they still got they got the extra minute to work and you know really put that seal to the show and then that sells tickets you know like yeah that's I'm a I'm a huge advocate for the because I don't see why 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 they wouldn't fight three minute rounds right I'm I'm I kind of go the opposite direction I want to fight thirty second rounds give me thirty second <laughs> rounds call it a fucking day. Uh, yeah, I want to sip a beer in between. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not like when I start breathing heavy. Let's just call it. But when I'm seeing when I'm seeing a, a championship <laughs> fight, I want to see a championship. I want to see Dick D. You know, yeah. that's why no, I love, I'm, I'm I just the fact, I like I want to see other people fight rounds. that long. Yeah, yeah, I want to see other people fight five rounds. I don't want to fight five. Mm-hmm. Rounds. I still. I just I really like a lot of work. Dangerous or whatever. Yeah, when when he turned around and you just got that. All the black. Oh, that uppercut! That was a really nice one. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah, I had. I mean, I had a couple moments in my little career here. We'll, <laughs> yeah. I had a couple decent moments. You, you, we'll had, see moments, if I, we'll see if, you had moments. Don't don't do that to yourself. Yeah. You definitely had some moments. Yeah, we gonna see if I can capture a couple more here in the next year or so. I feel yeah. it. Yeah. That's feel actually it. Uh, you had a couple more. I know it. When we ended the last I show, I asked people if they accomplished everything they wanted to for that year. So coming up with this new year starting, I know we all got lots of stuff we want to do, but what's one goal that you really want to accomplish in 2023? And I know it's going to be a little different for each of you. You want to go first, Tip? Uh, you can go first. I had the first and the last one. Okay. I'm, I would like to get a couple more fights, maybe two, three fights um, in, and, and really <clears> – <throat> Really push myself to see what I can do, see if I can, you know, put a couple guys in some hospital gowns. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to, you know, because like, like I said, I don't train. So I'm just like, once I get tired, I'm done. And since I don't train, I'm not invested into the outcome. I really literally do not care if I win or lose. But I've had quite a few people tell me that they care. And so I kind of, I'm going to go out there and see if I can, um, See if I can tune a couple people up with some uh, with some cardio. Hey, okay. Well, um, yeah, that's as far as fighting goes. That's that's about it. Um, I am turning forty, so we'll we'll see what my body can do. I've slowly started <laughs> pushing it, and it's uh, <laughs> it's it's okay. Like like I'm starting to do jujitsu and ground stuff in the gym as well. Um, and shout out to the the Arizona Hot Boxers. I've uh, I've rolled with every one of those guys, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's it's really neat rolling with these guys. I'm I'm starting to enjoy jujitsu. I've never enjoyed it before, but I am now. Uh, I want to do that. I want to try jujitsu. <laughs> I just wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's fun. Hey, you guys did some fun. great work out there. I, I've been peeping y'all, man. Y'all doing doing some great work. Appreciate it, my man. Um, on that note, I'm gonna head out. I gotta go. Uh, I got a volleyball league tonight. So, you guys, I uh, appreciate you having me on, man. Um, Absolutely. You want to tell people where they can find you before you clock off or head out? Uh, yeah. Um, Street Beast West Coast Weto. So S B W C W E R O on Instagram. Uh, PlayStation, uh, Gmail, all the things, all the same thing. And then um, find me on Locked In Podcast. Uh, that's the podcast where I do what you guys do, uh, just not quite as good. Uh, yep, so DTP is rolling up. He's going to be day after tomorrow. Um, and then uh, Weddle and the Mexican comes back here probably towards the end of the month. Yes. Uh, we also have uh, January 28th. We're going to do the Heart and the Fight Awards. You yeah. catch me there too, me Daniel six one nine. We're gonna be. We're. And by the way, if you have not voted, get the link and vote. Uh, yeah. Everybody, like we pass it out through all the branches, and then without a doubt, every single time somebody's like, "Well, I never saw it." Go look for it. It's out there. We post it all the time. I'll post it again, um, unless Daniel's closed them. I, I can't remember if he closed it or not, but I, I think it's still open. I'll double check. Uh, heart in a fight. Chime in. Chime in if you're still there. We're we're What's going up? in. I believe we're going into the last round of the vote soon. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think it is too. I think it's the last round of the vote. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, Thank you for your time, man. I appreciate yeah. having <laughs> weather on, you. Thanks, bro. Appreciate you, bro. you homie. Yeah, Thank you, you guys have a good night, man. Have a great one, brother. All right, bro. Later. You got a few uh, minutes, or you got to go. I'm I'm good for as long as y'all want me. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's cool. I love seeing the different people we get from you know OG branch, West Coast, the fighter. Get you know an admin. Get like a head honcho. Get this. It's, it's awesome. I mean, it's uh, it's cool to be able to talk to people on this platform. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun being on them. Absolutely. Yeah, this is my first podcast. This is my first podcast experience. First podcast ever? Yeah. This is yeah, you yeah. got to get ready because when it happens, you start finding more. That way when they start yeah. to on the bikes, podcast, someone will be like, wait a minute. I don't want that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, uh, what's your plans for the future, man? Because uh, you, you seem to be real serious with this boxing stuff, man. Let's talk about it. Well, you know, I – I got a few things I got to work out as far as immigration goes, but I, I'm looking to go pro eventually. I definitely at least want to get a couple pro fights, no matter what age it is when I get there. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm only, I'm 29. I'm not the youngest, but I'm not the oldest either. I still got some time, you know, but uh, yeah. uh, I'm definitely looking towards that in the near to uh, not so near future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When's your birthday? When are, you, are you turning 30 this year then? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm turning 30 in July. So. Oh, man. My birthday is yes, in May. Sir. I'm turning 32. Uh, I'm turning 30 also, oh, not 32. <laughs> 30 also. In the 30 club, brother. Join as well. <laughs> yeah. Right on, right on. Well, I'll be there in May. That May will be my first uh, first time back in the scrapyard. Should be. Nice. Can't wait. Yeah. Well, Thank you for tuning in. You got a fun night. I saw you. How old are you? I just turned 32, bro. I just turned All right. That's why I thought so cool. <laughs> yeah, man. We, we don't look it, but uh, we, we heading up there. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, dang! <laughs> you think about it, all—all all three of us, man. We taking good care of ourselves. We doing what we got to do, and um, the way yeah, I look at health, it, health is problem. wealth. Health is wealth, boys. You got to stay healthy. You know? Yeah, exactly. uh, we in that second prime right now. Yes, sir. It's funny because I've—I've yeah. I've told people it's uh with fighting, I've actually improved the health, the lifestyle that I have, and uh, eating healthy, just even regularly training, even if it's not intense. I can feel my overall health increasing. And it's like, you know, even if it's only for so long or even if there comes a point where I can't walk, I'm prolonging my life. So if I would have only lived to 80, I could possibly live to 90 now. It would be 100. 
I'd figure I'd be like 105, 110. That's a good, that's a good age, but yeah, you know? <laughs> Shoot, we don't even know that we might live way past then with the technology we got, you know? Right. That's why I, if we, the longer we live, the more we'll be able to find out and prolong our lives even more, perhaps, you know? So you just got to stay alive to find out. Hey, augmentation is right around the corner, so... Oh, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. We never know. Like, we might upload on the computers or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think that's like Black Mirror or something like that, right? <laughs> there's on the Altered yeah. Carbon. You ever watch a Altered Carbon? That's a really good one. Yeah. I was going to really say, crazy. you see the game Brit? He said that uh, Q-Tip looks like every hockey player he's ever been around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got their fucking Canadian passport, eh? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> He's like the handcuff gives him power. That way he could, yeah, he can't yeah. ride bulls. He can't. The, 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 the deadliest, like the longer my hair gets, the deadlier I get. So it's five and two. Let's go. He's We're like, we dodgeball, so fluffy yet dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Is there anyone that you think you might want to uh, YouTube? What uh? What are some uh, matchups that uh, you'd like to see happen uh, for yourself in the future? Oh man, I like to I like to see anybody for like whoever wants to challenge for the title. I'm really looking forward to my next matchup here with Glitch coming up. Let's talk. One, one that I really, really, really want to get. I want to run it back with my boy Turtle for sure. You know. Okay. Yeah. I, I got a little back in action. Yeah, you know, I want to get in there. I, I feel like our first fight was a really entertaining one. It was like yeah. under viewed, you know, like there was everything in that fight some head movement, foot movement, jabs, hooks, uppercuts. Like there was pretty much everything you could ask for. And then in a five round fight, I think it'd even be more, you know? So, right. I featured I that in the fight in the Fire Five because it was yeah, it was fire. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I think I feel it was one of my fights. My fight with J. Lou after like one of my like my third punch I threw, I ended up hitting him so hard he tried calling a timeout in the middle of the MMA fight. And I was like, this is gonna go viral. I think like my least viewed fight. I was like, how the hell does that work? You never know that if this algorithm picks up some weird fights. I swear, like it's like what you know when <laughs> hey. Yeah, I'm not tripping out. I guess I keep fighting until I go viral. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Until I get that fucking solo head kick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some crazy move. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I, know, I, 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 I try yeah. to get a little fancy in there, but I, you know, I don't want to get dangerous. But you know, it's 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 in that thumbnail, bro. Because uh, I swear, my shortest fight is like two minutes and a few seconds, and uh -huh. it's my lowest viewed fight. You know how they say, yeah. "Oh, you get a KO and you're gonna get millions, bro." Mm -hmm. I got it. I got a two minute TKO and it's like my lowest viewed fight. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, algorithm, algorithm. And sometimes, yeah, there's a thumbnail too because you see like a guy like Shinigami with the headgear kicking somebody in the fucking head, and they're just like, "I want to see this. Like, what is going on here?" You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I will say I love Street Piece, and I'll follow him for a while. But for some reason, I don't think I've seen like a street beach thing blow up as big, like oh, one single thing as much as that first thing that got me head kick. Well, that I ever saw ESPN, he on like all these different podcasts. Oh, well, the one that I saw that was uh, from the OG yard where when the guy put his hands down and then the other guy put his hands down and then they both kind of stirred each other. And the one guy just rocked the other guy. I forget what fight it was, but that one went a little viral like that too. I've seen that because they got clipped up and stuff. I saw that one. I was like, yo, another one. Another one. No, that was not too long ago, too, so. I'm going to have to look that one up. Damn. Yeah. Man. It was not too, I forgot who it was, but it was in the OG yard. It was two guys doing MMA, and then the one guy just kind of stopped. And the other guy kind of, like, it was kind of like the how the Roy Jones did uh, with the, uh, James Tony when he went, like that, and they both kind of did that. Boom! He hit him with the hook. It was kind of the same kind of move, and it was it was very nice. And the guy did like oh, the guy did a big freaking like stanky leg and everything. It was nice. I liked it. Was that the one where the guy? Yeah, he uh he got kicked like in the middle of the shit against the cage, and he just dropped right after. 
I don't know. I, no, I, I just remember the one that I just remember that when he got punched right in his face, was, they, were, they were throwing you know, hands. It was an MMA match, but they started throwing hands. They were throwing hands. You know, they were just. Yeah, that's the only bad thing about watching so many fights. Sometimes you get certain ones. Yeah. and you're like, eh. and that's <laughs> the thing too. Like the names, right? The names are hard sometimes with me. I'm, I'm bad with names as it is. If I know your name, I'll forget it right in front of you and. Hey, Ten minutes later, remember you were hard in the fight. They got it down. The the fight they're talking about is with Lamb. That's the one. Yup, Lamb. Yup. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, he knows. Back to uh, back to your fight though, Tip with uh, with Glitch. What what do uh, what do you have in store? How how do we prepare for some someone like this guy? You know, I try not to really worry about guy to guy. I just prepare. Mm-hmm. I make sure my conditioning's good, and I I I kind of just prepare the same way for you know what I mean. Get my sparring in, and I don't really try to change it up and get too psyched out on the guy. Like I won't even watch I won't even watch clips on the guy. Oh, really? like day of, yeah. Oh. See, I I feel that when I train, I try to do at least for the most part a generalized training routine, mm-hmm. so that way I feel like I can prepare for anyone. Like you know, you prepare yeah. for anything, you're ready for whatever. Exactly, fundamentals, fundamentals. You know, I see one or two have lose their temper when they get there. Like, oh, your opponent can't show, but we have this guy. Like, well, I've only been training for this long for this guy. I refuse to fight anyone else. I've only been training this one style. Like, yeah, and see, that's the thing. Like, I. My experience is from amateur boxing, so a lot of times you wouldn't know who your opponent is. You know, you, you show up, weigh in, they take your stuff, draw it, and then that's who you get, right? So sometimes you even fight guys from the same team. That's happened a few times. Yeah. So it's just business as usual. Yeah, yeah. Just prepare as much as you can for whatever, you know, as many styles as possible. You get that sparring in with the right guys and – you just show up on fight day and see what, what. Oh yeah, no, I can do that. Right. I want to try to get a couple of smoker shows and go get some amateurs. But I want to find a gym around where I'm at. Try to get in a few days a week, four or five days. Try to get in a couple of amateur gate shows. Then be like, all right, okay. Not trying to go pro or nothing, you know. I'm 29, but I'm cool off it. I want, I'm on my swell to go pop it. <laughs> yeah, see, like I, I've. Boxed for a really long time. I started when I was 15, 16. So, you know, like I've got the background in it where, like, now it's just kind of applying the stuff that I've learned, you know, and getting in shape for it. And, you know, yeah. Well, you ain't the champ for no reason, man. You, you definitely have your, uh, you got your skills, you know, you have your conditioning, you got the right mind frame. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I only see greatness, man. Absolutely. And yeah. I was gonna say, you know, it's getting a little close to that time, so uh, might have to let you go in a second. Anybody want to shout out? Anything you want to let us know? Anybody you might want to let know that they're gonna you're gonna come take that booty later? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I'm just check out my uh, Instagram. Uh, shoot, okay. I don't even got it memorized at the moment, but. Oh, wow. I don't know, to be honest. Uh, next time I'll be ready for this question. I'll have some plugs and shit. Fair enough. This is my first podcast. You know, we got to take it easy on me. It's yeah, all good. Podcast. All good, brother. All right. But at least you know. But when you have a few more, you get out there and you make it. You know that we were here first. We believe oh, you. Oh, yeah. Know. Exactly. I'll, 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 I'll be plugging this show when I'm on other shows. You know, thank you, bro. Thank you. All right, for sure. We appreciate your time, brother. Thank definitely. You. Anytime you guys want to have me on, I'm pretty much open at this time. So, holla at your boy. Hell yeah, take it easy. All right, man. Ciao. Good night, brother. One fun ass show, man. Oh, oh, this is a good way to start back. off the year. I like That's a good way to start the year. That's the way to bring it back, bro. Two great guests, you know, one fire show. It's the, it's what we do. Exactly. Man, this is it's got me thinking. This is gonna be fun. I I'm making some money. I'm making some more art, and I'm fucking getting my ticket and going out in March because I don't have a choice. I need to be there. 
So I want to make it happen. I'm going to be there in March. Make it happen. Me too, bro. We got Jay coming. I'm going to yeah. be there. You know what I'm saying? So, shoot. If we uh, – uh, Jay mentioned the other night, man, getting like uh, – you know how you, you do the fighter interviews at your uh, branch? Yeah. You know, imagine if we did that as like a little group, you know what I'm saying? Like as a team, you know, we get some fighter interviews and stuff. That would be dope, bro. Oh, man, I'm down. So, real quick for you guys, before we hit on to the segment that, you know, you guys all know and love, we got to hear a little something from Real Talk. Five, ten years from now. They're gonna wish it was American Cosa Nostra. Five, ten years from now. They're gonna miss John Gotti. And all of a sudden on the news, I'm hearing, you know, Paul Castellano, mob boss, is killed outside Spark Steakhouse. And I'm thinking, like, wow, who could have done this? Shit, John, this is bigger than killing the fucking president. Hey, you think I was put in this earth to make them rich and me poor? We're gonna do a hit now. We're gonna do a real hit. We're going back. Yeah. Back to some real in your face, cousin Austro. Out in front on a line. Make him sit back and watch a volcano blow. You with me? I'm with you, John. All the way to the finish. Big Paul Castellano, reputed godfather of the Gambino family, was on his way to a Manhattan steakhouse. As he stepped from his black Lincoln, three men wearing fur hats and trench coats suddenly appeared, pulled guns, pumped six bullets into Castellano, and six into his top couple, Thomas Bellotti, and then calmly walked away. The old-time mob bosses, you say, you know, they, they rule with an iron fist covered with a velvet glove. Well, Gotti saw no need for the glove. That's what it came down to. I think a final thought may be a quote from Big Paul Castellano. This life of ours, this is a wonderful life. If you can get through life like this and get away with it, hey, that's great. But it's very unpredictable. There are so many ways you can screw it up. They screwed up in the end. Yeah, I can dig that all the way. <laughs> yeah, that looks interesting, bro. Right? You might check that shit out. You know, because we always support everybody around here. For sure, for sure. Now, I think it's about time. I think so. I think so. Buddy V's Fighters to Watch. Yeah. <laughs> now, for first pick, we start with the Scrapyard. I have nice. Black Panther. Now, not only is the name is part of what gets it, but, you know, he's also a killer fighter and currently a title holder. He had fought the Great Gatsby or uh, whatever in a fight for the title. <clears throat> this is the one with Fire Chicken. And um, this is a really good one, too, where I actually first got introduced to him. He's came back multiple times. I like his fighting style. He has a lot of heart. Win, lose, he's always very positive. So definitely a fun fighter watch block is that he just came back, took the title. So now I know he's got a target on his back. So you have to watch what he does now. <laughs> nice. Second one I got from Street Beefs. West Coast, nine that you have heard, Fearless. Let's go. So I know his fight dropped not too long ago. I watched it, the most recent one, and I was just absolutely impressed. There was once or twice when I thought his opponent was going to um, overtake him, and I was kind of like, all right, you know, he's showing hard. This is good. He comes out. He takes that shit, and I was just thoroughly impressed. I think that it's a classic case of you can never judge a fight too early. Anything can happen, and he came out. He turned out, he dug deep where he had, when he had to, and he, yeah, I definitely think he's a fighter to watch. So. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the third and final fighter we have is from the OGR. If you love Street Beats, you've heard the name OG Rampage. Now, I don't know, I don't think he's been on the pick before because I'm pretty sure I almost did, but not quite. Now, not only does this man fight anybody and everybody, 
He does boxing. He'll do kickboxing. He'll do MMA. I don't think I've ever heard this man turn down a fight. Not only that, but he's been growing on the outside the cage too, doing drugs, doing all sorts of other stuff for people, really trying to grow as a business as well as a fighter. And to me, you know, I try to do that. You know, we all try to do our own thing with fighting, and it really shows the level of dedication. So, yeah, you got to check him out. <laughs> all facts. All facts. Those are my three fighters to watch. That's dope, bro. That's but I dope. I think it might need a little fire. It might be about that time for some fire. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what time it is. Tom K in the Fire Five. Let's get it. First fight. Coming all the way out of the OG branch. Street Beefs Tampa. El Gringo versus Unknown. This was a hell of a fight right here. Uh, this was a rematch between these two men. Uh, as you can see, it's muddy. It's dirty. It's MMA. Uh, a lot of ground and pound, a lot of groundwork in general in this fight, uh, and a fight between just two gritty warriors. Anybody who knows Unknown, uh, he's a uh, OG Branch legend. Uh, I mean, we're talking about a, a guy who's got like well over 10 fights, maybe even over 15 or so. Uh, fights in the OG Branch, fought in the West Coast Branch. I think he's coming out later this month. Check this fight out. It's a firefight. Street Beef's OG Yard. El Gringo versus Unknown. We're going to move on to the next fight. Going all the way to Street Beef Scrapyard. You see it. Crazy Legs versus Lights Out. This fight right here, uh, it's a beautiful clash of styles. Uh, a lot of power being uh, used by both men. Um, and, and at the end of the day, these guys are, are literally the definition of grit, um, the aggression, the, the power, the skill, it's all on display. Uh, and these are two scrapyard legends. Uh, what else could you ask for street beef scrapyard, crazy legs versus lights out firefight. Let's move on to the next one. I'm going to take you all the way to street beef's West coast. Knee fight versus Mr. Silas, also known as uh, Mr. Silas. Uh, this was a hell of a fight right here, man. Uh, both these guys are hell of a boxers, uh, great skill, um, two different styles once again, uh, clash of titans, uh, back and forth every single round. And uh, at the end of the day, it could have easily went to either man. You guys go check this fight out and uh, decide who you thought won. Again, that's Street Beast West Coast. Knee fight versus Mr. Silas. Firefight. Moving on. I'm going to take you back to Street Beef Scrapyard. Classic firefight. Terrifier versus Brick House 2. I think this might be the, uh, is it the first one or the, yeah, this is the second one. This fight right here, uh, big boy kickboxing. I mean, uh, combinations being thrown, uh, great strikes. Uh, and again, this is a rematch between uh, these two men. Uh, and the beautiful thing about that is you see the improvements and adjustments between both fighters. Again, uh, the decision wasn't the right decision at the end of the day, but Nonetheless, we got a fire fight in, in between these two men right here. Street Beef Scrapyard, Terrifier versus Brickhouse, fire fight. Going to move on to the last fire fight. And I'm going to take y'all back to Street Beef's West Coast. We got Wama versus the Mystic Boxer. This is the definition of who let the dogs out. <laughs> Uh, this was a war, uh, and the man who was the victor in this battle, uh, he took control. 
you know, point blank period. There was uh, one man who, who was uh, aggressively coming forward and uh, adjustments had to be made. And those adjustments were made. Uh, when someone's in your face, you know, you have to uh, you, you got to figure a way to either get out of that or get through that. And uh, the winner did that firefight. Great job by both men. Wama versus the mystic boxer. Street Beast West Coast. Firefight. Samke and the Fire Five. I like it. Like it a lot. Some fire. Perfect. I need to light this blunt I have. I need some fire. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Gates, I'll hit you a message uh, too. I saw that. Those, those dudes there, man. Uh, sick. Every single one of those fights, man. Sick. I'm uh I'm really looking forward to uh seeing Unknown man uh the uh OG legend coming out uh to the West Coast he signed up and uh <laughs> any fight he's in man it, it's a banger so uh you know um definitely looking forward to that Oh yeah I think it was one where it was I don't know if it was Iraqi assassin yeah Iraqi assassin I think yeah. got him with the head kick but yeah. then I remember you know he was talking about how you know he drove 16 hours straight to get there for the fight with no sleep. And yeah. it's like, not everyone would do that. So, you know, the internet sees one side of it, but as fighters, we feel the other side of it. Because, you know, you get some of the <clears throat> princey people who are up, uh, higher up fighters, and, ooh, if I don't have this and I don't get this, I'm not going to fight. Ooh. This man obviously fights because that's what he loves to do. So, yeah, I know, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I remember he said in, uh, I think it was on the Heart and, uh, Heart and the Fight uh, profile, uh, they did a profile on him. And uh, he said he really doesn't train like that, bro. Like, he really just comes out and just fights because he likes to fight. He doesn't really have formal training. He doesn't, you know, do the coaching and all that. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's really amazing to see somebody literally just, you know, leave their crib and just say, hey, let me get a fight, you know, right. and do it, you know. So if you see him on the street, stand on the good side. <laughs> real talk, real talk, man. Shit, man, it was a great fucking show, man. Great way to come back and start the year, man. Right, I yeah, start off with the bang. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the beautiful part is, man, we got a, a fire list of guests for this year, um, and and we're just gonna keep hitting these guys with uh with bangers, banger ass shows each time, man. Hell yeah, it's gonna be a killer. I can't wait. So remember, you guys, if you thought this show was killer, all the rest of them are gonna be insane. Yeah, man, I, I'm gonna give them a, a quick little, a quick little clue as to uh, one of our uh, upcoming guests. I'm gonna give a little quick, quick little clue, little riddle there. Yeah, just, just, just a quick little clue. You know what I mean? Shout out to the fight. Shout out to the fight. So, uh, with that being said, you have any shout outs you want to give? Uh, yeah, man, let me go ahead and, uh, knock those out, man. Uh, I want to, uh, first and foremost, thank our guest tonight, man. Uh, Weto, much appreciated brother for coming through, doing what you do. Uh, it was great catching up with him. Uh, and, uh, the champ Q-tip as well. Your time, bro. Uh, killing it as always, you know what I'm saying? Can't wait to see, uh, uh, what he has in store. Uh, I want to say thanks to the greatest producer, Jay, always doing your thing in the background. Thank you, brother. Uh, the greatest co-host in the world, Buddy V. You know, so I can't do this without you. You know what I mean? It's, it's a great little uh, thing we got going. Uh, thank you to the guests. Uh, thank you to the, uh, the audience, the people in the live chat, uh, the people who are watching on, on replay. We appreciate you guys. Hit that like button if you haven't already. Subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, shout out to Street Beefs West Coast, Street Beefs Scrapyard, Street Beefs Dirty South, and last but not least, Street Beefs OG Yard. We do this for y'all. Um, don't really do the social media like that, man. Uh, if you got me, you got me. And uh, with that being said, uh, you guys have a great night, man. Oh, yeah, and thank you, guys. You know. Coast, so okay, we killing every time. Started off good, so it's gonna be a fun year, and we got a lot of stuff to accomplish because we accomplished a lot last year, and we're trying to do twice as much. So we got no time for games. And then shout out to Jay, yeah, shout out to everyone watching OTA, trying to fight. Shout out 
to zwellhypeworld.com. Go get yourself a t-shirt. Like I said, this was the original. This was the very first promo I made. It was like, oh, it's all right. So the ones online look a lot better, though. Available black and white, you know, you know, you know. But hey, we call that the retro classic. That's the retro classic. Yeah, I like that retro classic. Yeah. <laughs> and don't forget, Zwell underscore Buddy B. I'm actually going to be releasing a whole bunch of fun stuff. There'll be a lot of artwork that's going to be going up that's going to be crazy insane lately. I actually have a streamer. Uh, he streams video games. Like his logo's almost done. It's about to be blasted all over to you. So stay tuned. It's going to be fun. And other than that, thank you everyone who watches. You know, we wouldn't do this without you. So uh, this is the highlight of my week every Tuesday. You know, <clears throat> don't tell my girl that. She thinks it's when she comes home from work. It's the Tuesday stuff. <laughs> so in the words of Jay, one world, one love. Deuces. <laughs>